Atomic Monsoon. Monsoon! Heck yeah. It's just the boys today. Just, wait, wait, where'd Stephanie go? I don't know. I swear she was here earlier. I know. I I saw her, but she disappeared again. Oh, well, all right. I guess she's trained as a Jedi, so. That's true. That's true. She, maybe she's using the force, the Jedi mind trick to make it so we can't see her. You're nodding. That's great for an audio meeting. Yes. I'm just trying to think. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Hey, how's it going today? Uh, not bad, man. Not bad. It's, right. uh, it's Friday, so it's always good over here. Yeah. And, I'm, uh, I'm excited to be doing this because that means I get to go home afterwards. Yeah. And, and you know what's ready. I, I, I miss Stephanie, but we get to talk about comic books today. Oh, that's true. And we don't have to explain every single thing. No, no. Although the audience probably. Yeah. They probably will want us to, but you know, hey, we, we get to geek out a little bit today. It'll be fun. But we've got other announcements too. Oh, oh, what so else do we have going on? Well, I mean, there's, there's a wide world out there. We have a little bit of video game news. Uh, Anthem is out. Oh, that's the if thing. you have EA access. Uh, I don't have that. And an Xbox One or P- PC. I don't have either. Well, I have a, a, there is a PC in my house. I have a Windows machine. Or a, a Mac, not a Windows machine. I have a Windows, oh, yeah. I have a Windows so, tablet, but it's not going to run. Unless, unless you partition and actually put Windows yeah. on there. So yeah. I, anyway. I did yeah. that, and then the hard drive crashed, and I haven't redone it. And it's just it, the, the amount of work that it takes versus how often I used it, it's not worth yeah, the time. That's fair. So, that's fair. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so that's out now. Um, okay. It's getting mixed reviews. Uh, a lot of the streamers and stuff are kind of saying like, put it off before you buy it kind of thing. Okay. Other people are saying it's fantastic. Okay. Uh, it does, though, admittedly, from the company themselves, have a lot of bugs, put it nicely. Um, <laughs> so they're fixing some what? of them today with a patch. Okay. Uh, big... Wasn't there a beta last weekend? A couple weeks ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah there I were a lot of bugs then, There was a ton of bugs, uh-huh, yeah, uh-huh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And uh, still bugs. And so a lot of the same just, bugs. They decided to just put it out with the bugs rather than... Basically, uh, it's kind of... A, I don't, it's something that's really bothering me with the uh, the AAA industry now is that they just... They don't care. They'll just put it out and fix it later. Yeah, and Because it's kind of like, oh, you're going to buy it. Well, yeah, and so I used to, so I used to be a software tester once upon a time. Yeah. I, I was part of a regression team for uh, – uh, I signed a bunch of NDAs. I don't know if I can say where. But uh, I I did software testing for educational software. Okay. And if we had put out a product with as many bugs as most video game companies are putting out products right oh, now. Oh, man. Yeah. We, we wouldn't – like the company wouldn't exist or like that that part wouldn't exist anymore. Yeah. Like, it, it, like the company, you know, our entire building out in Chandler probably would have been shut down because the – we, there would have been too many refunds to no, make. I mean, we would have lost too much money. Yeah, normally right? you put out software, if there's bugs in it, people don't aren't going to buy it. Right. Like, it's not something right. that's going on. But for some reason, that's right. totally okay in the video that's, game industry. I, well, and that's why I haven't bought anything from EA or Bethesda uh, since, well, Bethesda ever. Uh, and I haven't bought anything from EA since the 90s. Because yeah, I, I love Bethesda games. And sure. I, I kind of, like, with, even with, like, uh, Grand Theft Auto, like, any of those open world games like that, yeah. I expect there to be some bugs. Especially, like, the Elder Scrolls, I expect that because there's, the there's, world is there so, is like, lot, and there's so many right. characters and stuff right. like that. And but you, something like a Destiny or mm-hmm. an Anthem, I expect those to be much more fine-tuned because they don't have 5,000 NPCs that you interact with in the right. game. You I know, mean, it's, I, it's, I, a, it's I, a straight shooter, so. I will admit, you know, the, the, when I was there, there were eight of us on the team, and we all worked a full 40-hour work week, right? Yeah times figure three, four months between iterations of releases. So however many hours that is, more people touched it in the first hour of release than we had time to touch it during yeah. our regression And that's, period, that's right? something, and I so, still expect bugs right. to be found because of that. Right. You know, like, right. you're, like more eyes on it, obviously you're going to be more things. Right. But, in the, you know, so I expect something like a Skyrim 
Skyrim that it had some of those weird bugs, like you get shot to sure. the, the sky when you get hit by a giant stuff. Right. But I look at Bethesda's more recent stuff, like Fallout 4 and Fallout 76, right. and you go, Things yeah. that are basically unplayable because of the bugs. Some of, yeah, like and Fallout 4 like, wasn't so bad, but Fallout 76, yes, it yeah, was like, basically I, unplayable. Anthem's kind of have that same thing. Yeah, and so, cool, they don't get my money until they start proving to me that they can release games without bugs. Yeah, meanwhile you get, I know it's a simple game, but you get Tetris 99 that... Tetris 99 I haven't great. found any problems with I, that. Some people say like, "Oh, it's getting disconnected," but that kind of goes down to your internet. Yeah, that's that's you a know? that's an online connection. That's not a bug. Yeah, it doesn't seem like a exactly. So right. it just it makes you wonder. Like Breath of the Wild, I haven't seen giant, right. crazy like, "Oh, there's a ton of bugs in here." Right. That's I mean, an open world game. I mean, right. it's not as intensive as like a Skyrim or something like that, but it's still an open world game with tons of stuff in it. Yeah. So there you and go, AAA industry. Uh, you are literally losing sales because you're releasing buggy games. Yeah. Yeah, so don't tell anyone, oh, well, we can fix them later. That's cool. I don't want them fixed later. I want them fixed day one. Yeah, well, I mean, you can look at that with the Battlefield Five. I mean, anything aside from, like, PR stuff aside, just look at the, the core content of the game. People, right. when the beta came out, they were like, okay, I can't hardly see anybody. Right. It's making it hard for me to play. Sure. Uh, you know, it's yeah. just one-shot kills from everything. Like, uh-huh. you know, there's a lot of things that they changed with it that the community didn't enjoy. Right. And it sold terribly. Yeah. So it just, it's, yeah. you know, these companies, they so, keep putting stuff out that if it's not a quality that people like, it's not going to do well. So. Right. Well, and they can call it AAA all they want, but let's face it, a lot of them are B and C titles at yeah. best. Yeah. And you know? it's just, it's unfortunate. Yeah. So. so, yeah, but, but let's so talk it's about, out there. Uh, let's talk about some positive stuff. <laughs> yeah. Let's do this. So um, there was this weird scuttlebutt between some of the fast food restaurants last week about whether they preferred Marvel or DC Comics. I missed this. Yeah, yeah. Well, it was all the smaller, uh, you know, like the rallies and the hardies and, oh, and not okay. people that you'd pay attention to. So not the ones that they go like, we can't do this because we'll lose out on right. kids meal licensing? Right, basically. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. So, so basically Burger King and McDonald's were like, no, we're, we're not touching this. <laughs> right. Well, so then Gail Simone straight up asked Wendy's, hey, uh-huh. Marvel or DC? And Wendy's response was, well, Marvel, but can we just get a Malcolm back? Right. Right. And so for those of you that don't know, here's a little bit of explanation. Uh, a Malcolm Comics thing that happened was at 94, 95, 96, mid-90s. Uh, yeah, somewhere around there. It was, it was there, the mid-90s. Marvel and DC decided to get together, and they made a shared universe where they mashed up all their characters. Yeah. So you'd get Captain America and Superman would mash up to become the super soldier. Yeah. Right? And he'd be basically Captain America, but you see the hair, and he'd have the red trunks, and he had a shield, but the shield was the Superman shield instead of the, the circles with the star. Or yeah. there was uh, the, dark, dark the Dark Claw was Wolverine and... <laughs> And Batman. And, uh, yeah, and there was the, the JLX was the Justice League and the X-Men all yeah. mashed up. And then all of them were, you know, a couple of characters mashed up. Um, Firebird was kind of my favorite. It was Phoenix and Fire of the two. No, I right. see, I, I don't think I read that one. Okay. okay. Superman one, I was all over. And yeah, the Dark Claw, yeah. of course. I mean, come on. And there Wolverine was, and Batman. Uh, there was the X-Patrol, which was X-Force and the Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol, yeah. Uh, which had one of the best names. It was Shatterstar. And Starfire became Shatterstar Fire. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then the Beast and the Beast Boy became the Beastling. <laughs> huh. <laughs> because, yeah. you know, Changeling well, makes sense. was one of makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, well, because for Doom Patrol, he was Changeling and then eventually became Beast Boy right. as he was with the Titans and everything right, like that. Right, right, so. yeah. And then um, the, there were a couple of other really good ones. There was um, Dial H for Husk. Husk oh. was one of the Generation X characters, and she could peel off her skin yeah. to make herself different uh, textures, right? She could be rocky or, or water or whatever. And so this one, she'd rip off her uh, thing and become a different superhero. Nice. Um, 
That's so, cool. So that's that was cool. pretty I like cool. That. Yeah. And then there was, um, it was, oh, was it uh, Namor the Aquaman or whatever? Yeah. Right. And there was Amazon was Wonder Woman and Storm. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it was a lot of cool, like, hey, if we took the Speed Demon was the Flash and Ghost Rider, which might be my favorite name for I any characters. I never saw that one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's I've, pretty cool. I like that. Yeah. That would be a fun I've got, concept. I've got all of them. They did a second run the next year as well. Uh, I've got all but like two or three of them. Yeah. I'm missing Lobo the Duck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Best mashup ever. Uh, I'm missing one of the Dark Claw. It was Dark Claw Adventures, and it was all animated style. Yeah, it looked like the Batman Adventures. I had right, that one. Right, yeah. yeah. And he, he fights uh, Raz Alpocalypse. Animated Batman, whatever you want to yeah. Yeah. yeah, he fought Raz Alpocalypse, yeah. which is pretty great. Um, yeah, anyways, Wendy's uh, response was, can we get Amalgam back? And I thought that was that was pretty great. Yeah, right? man. Like, hey, yeah. like you know, can we all just get along? Great. Something else I, I really enjoyed, 90s, that Marvel did was, yeah. uh, remember when they did the anime comics? Yeah, the, the, the like, Marvel uh, Mangaverse stuff. Yeah, 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 that's what it was. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah. Man, those those were fantastic. You had that. Uh, there was the, a lot of, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was really good. You had that female Mega Man looking uh, Iron Man. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. was just, I don't know. I, I remember those ones. Those were fantastic. And, and I like that Spider Woman was just Mary Jane in that. <laughs> Well, yeah, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. The one that sticks out the most to me was the Iron Man one. I really, okay. really, really enjoyed okay. that one. It was just, it was such a different take on it. And it just, it reminded me, it was like, okay, so they basically just took, uh, who was it? it? Was was it Roll was Mega Man's sister is yeah. what it kind of looked yep. like to me. Is it's just yep. like, okay, they just made her Iron Man. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it worked perfect. It was yeah. it was quite a, quite a bit of fun. Yeah. Um, Adam Warren did a Fantastic Four one that was pretty good, um, except the Human Torch was a girl. Uh, just Johnny Storm with an eye, yeah. probably with a heart over the eye. Um, <laughs> and it's you know it's basically like well, a cyberpunk if they, if they put Johnny court. Storm's personality and just made it female, yes, it would definitely have a heart yeah. over the yeah. eye. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was hot. Yeah, fire. <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. I gotcha. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of hot things, uh, yeah. Wolverine. Oh, we got we got to talk about this a little bit. Uh, so with, with his hot claws. Yeah, and he yeah. he's officially black. All yes. three of them. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, there's three Wolverines. You didn't know that? Okay, so here's the thing. Uh, Marvel announced that they're going to do a bunch of Return of Wolverine miniseries. Yeah. And I said, no, I'm just going to read X-Men. Yeah. I'm just going to keep reading X-Men. When Wolverine shows up in that, we'll, we'll, we'll pay attention from there. And so Wolverine's been back for two issues of Uncanny X-Men so far. But go okay. on. Tell me about the three Wolverines. Well, like, I, I've just been waiting for them to end so I can kind of be like, okay, I just want to see what, the, what happened with it so yeah. I can kind of look into uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. And so I did. Uh-huh. And I became even more confused. Because someone dying and coming back from the dead, someone that is basically immortal due to his healing factor and coming back from the dead wasn't confusing enough. Well, like to me, I was just like, okay, so Wolverine's back. I mean, he just wasn't really dead. He has healing factor, or whatever. Sure, you know, right. Just, that would be the easy would answer because it's happened before in his comics. You know it what I mean? Like, oh, he's has. disintegrated. Oh, but no, he's fine. Yeah, Nick Fury just literally shot him with an RPG. Yeah. Yeah, he's fine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, shot him in the crotch. He yeah. said, no, maybe it'll grow back bigger this time. Yeah, it, it's yeah. Uh, it, it expected Wolverine to just kind of heal and come back. Right. And then it becomes this convoluted mess of like somebody's resurrecting him and controlling him. And now he has fiery claws because his healing factor is working so fast that it's causing his metabolism to burn up and ignite his claws. I mean, I would say that's not science, but given the things they've done with magnetism in the X-Men. Well, I mean, yeah, it's, yeah. it's comic books. Yeah. I mean, science, and yeah. it doesn't matter. If it sounds sure. like it could be science-y, I, you know, it's comic book science. You sure. At the Sentinels flew to the sun to stop the radiation that was causing mutations. Hey, so midichlorians and Star Wars. I it. was trying to stay away from Star Wars this episode, <laughs> but go on. 
Same kind of thing. But uh, yeah. so so there's that. Yeah. There's Old Man Logan, which I'm totally okay with Old Man Logan being around in there. It okay. made sense, you know, him coming okay. for the whole Secret Wars Empire right, thing, right. like and you know that. And he's got a series going on called Dead Man Logan, so we know he's yeah, going away. Yeah. So, so okay. it, it, it was it was perfect okay. filler while they were going to do sure. this other thing and have actual X twenty three become Wolverine right, properly. Right. It was perfect. Yeah. It, it gave the people yeah. that wanted Logan around still Logan, and they gave X twenty three as Wolverine. Like right. you still you had both the characters. It right. Was, yeah, it was a it good was, balance. Yeah, it yeah. was the perfect way to appease yep. both sets of fandoms. Yep. So it was perfect. Yep. And uh, they're getting rid of him, which is fine. Sure. But then there's another Logan, apparently, that has the Phoenix entity that came back in time to stop Loki from getting a, an Infinity Stone so the world wouldn't end. What? Exactly. What? Yes. So apparently there's been three Logans running around since the last major crossover. Okay, and one of them is Old Man Logan. Yeah, one right. of them is Old Man Logan. Okay, another cool. one is another Old Man Logan, apparently, but he's the Phoenix... Um. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I something to do with with Infinity Stones and keeping Loki uh, away from the Infinity Stones. They just had a story. They just had a story last year called Phoenix Resurrection, where Jean Grey, Jean Grey came back from the dead thanks to the Phoenix Force, mm-hmm. and the Phoenix said, "Hey, Jean, I'm going to stick around because you need me." And Jean said, "No, Phoenix, go away. Don't come back. Stop bothering us." And it was like, "Oh, okay, bye forever." Yeah, nope, nope. I, mm. well, maybe it's an alternate timeline thing. Who knows? I, I mean, okay. So there's still 2099 people coming back and forth between the Marvel Universe too. So somehow mm. the future is gone because the Infinity Stones, but there's still a 29. I'm I'm not sure how it all works. It just the entire thing made me more confused than anything. And I, I've been trying to find like references, like how does this make? And it doesn't. It's just it's too many hands in the cookie jar of Wolverine. It feels like. Hey, like, you know what was great though. Is I was reading X Men and mm-hmm. I read eleven and twelve uh, yesterday. Well, no, individually the stories are fine. So, yeah, right. So I read just Uncanny X Men. Right, I was like, cool. I'm just going to read X Men when Wolverine shows back up. Will be great, right? So Cyclops was there and he was like, hey, I'm back from the dead. That's weird. Yeah. But where'd the X Men go? And they all are dead, quote unquote, because of the things that were happening in the previous year yeah. of X Men. And okay, cool. Like there was story and explanation for that. If you care, go read X Men one through ten of the most recent series, um, which has been. Which is decent, pretty I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then Cyclops is like, hey, I'm back. That's weird. Where'd everyone go? And he's like, hey, uh, if there's any other X-Men out there, I'm going to go hang out where it all started, and you can come find me, right? And then, like, the Purifiers show up, and, like, the Friends of Humanity show up, and the Reavers, and, like, all these, like, anti-mutant groups all show up, right? And they're like, well, it was nice of you to tell us where where you were going to be, and now we're going to kill the last X-Men. And then you hear right in the bushes, and you, well, he's not alone, bub. Right, and then Wolverine comes out, and Cyclops and Wolverine have a team up, and they destroy everyone, and they get out of there, and they're like, yo, where'd all the other X-Men go, right? So they're doing a buddy cop thing with them. Yes. I'm totally okay with that. It was, it I was miss great. the like the animosity yes. slash brotherly yeah. love with, uh-huh. with those two characters. It's, That's something I've missed over the past, what, 15 years? Yeah. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And so it was great. It was Wolverine and Cyclops being like, well, we're the last two X-Men. That's weird. We should go find the other ones. Yeah. And they find multiple men and they find uh, Blindfold and and uh, Callisto. And like they're, they're going out and finding other mutants and stuff and seeing who all's left and everything. And Chamber shows up at one point. And um, so, yeah, like good times. But you know what they didn't explain? What's that? How Wolverine came back. Yeah. They were just like, hey, Wolverine's back. And it was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, I don't And there was apparently a, a like, funeral for him. And it, it would make sense the way they did one of the storylines. Like they, they Kitty Pride pulled him out of the Antium and they uh-huh. had a funeral for him. Okay. That would, it, if he just 
popped out of the grave. Every, like, yeah. it would solve all of this weird, I, I don't know, it's yeah. weird continuity stuff. And this, yeah. It, I don't know. You, know. you know what the best part is? What's that? In two years, literally nobody will remember the last five years of Wolverine stories. Yeah, pretty much. Right? It's pretty like, much. Oh, remember when Old Man Logan was a thing? That was weird. Like, yeah. they killed Wolverine in the first place. They should have just kept him around. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it, yeah, I have yeah. no explanation for it. I don't know. Something else I don't have explanation for, but I'm actually looking forward to. Sure. Speaking of dead things. Uh, this could be a great non sequitur. Go on. <laughs> DC is doing their version of zombies. They're calling it deceased, as in oh DC. no, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So you got the big DC on there. Uh huh. D yeah. dot ceased. Yes. Is that, okay. Well, okay. no, no, it's just one word. Oh. Deceased, because okay. you got the DC for DC Comics in uh-huh. there. Uh huh. So yeah. okay. Uh, but it's uh, basically some kind of crazy zombie virus okay. gets infected on Apocalypse, and it gets brought to Earth. And transmutes or transmits itself because it's coming from apocalypse okay. through all of our screens, like your cell phone, your oh, computer, okay. television, billboards, everything that's got a screen distributes out this virus and it gets into, into everyone across oh, the planet. Oh boy. Heroes, villains, everybody, it just it starts getting nuts. So okay. it could be a really good series. I don't know. It's basically DC's version of Marvel Zombies. Sure, right. But it just but it I mean, the first Marvel Zombies series was pretty fun. Yeah. And then and what's, there were more of them. Is, so. like, this is like the one thing Batman could not have planned for. Yeah. An apocalyptic zombie virus? An apocalyptic zombie virus. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I don't know how you plan for that. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. Like some of the the artwork we've seen so far is like just a zombified Batman. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a like a screen or a page uh, sample they put out without any of the dialogue or anything on it. Okay. There's just it shows just dark side like bleeding from his eyes and grabbing his head and okay. just being in like kind right. of some kind of crazy pain and other apocalypse people like freaking out in the background. So I don't know. It, the yeah. artwork so far looks really cool. It could be a fun little side story. I just I think it's fun because I've always loved the Marvel zombie stuff. Right. Yeah. And it's fun now to get to see the DC version that isn't yeah. just. They're all Black Lanterns. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. the, the the Black Lantern thing was fun, but it wasn't it's, it wasn't a zombie no. thing. It no, was it's, a, a, it's a Green Lantern yeah, story a, that had a bunch of plot devices. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And it, so. it's again one of those like, wait, what's going on? I gotta go right. read twenty more issues and find out. But this is just kind of very. <laughs> this yeah. is just gonna be a fun little thing they're doing on the side. Yeah. No, no craziness, but it, it could be fun. Uh, just if you like Marvel zombies, check out the deceased because hey. <laughs> zombies superheroes are always fun together. Speaking of uh, Batman. Oh, yeah? Uh, Batman Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Volume 3 by James Tinian, Tinian the fourth, and I'm Freddie sure. Williams. Yeah, and Freddie Williams uh, the second uh, has been officially announced. Yeah. Uh, that'll be coming out in May. Double thumbs up. Yes. Yeah, I have the previous. Oh, right in time for my birthday. Sweet. Yeah, nice. Um, I have the first two volumes already, uh, and, and I have the um, animated style one. It's, it's Batman Ninja Turtles Adventures, and it's the 2012 Ninja Turtles with the 90s animated Batman. Uh, yeah. That works a lot better than I would have expected it to. Um, I really, I don't know why, maybe because I'm a DC fan, but I really enjoy the Batman with other franchise And DC's been doing a lot crossovers. of that lately. Yeah. yeah. Like the Batman Spawn comics back in the 90s yeah. were so good. <laughs> one of them's really good, and the other one exists. I have the Well, both. you know. The, the one, artwork the, was the spectacular. One, the one that's written by Frank Miller and drawn by Todd McFarlane yeah. is great. Yes. The other one is not written by, written or drawn by anyone that works on Batman or Spawn. No. Is, so it's like. That's true. That, I, yeah. I remember, I just remember enjoying it just for the fact it was Batman and Spawn. Yeah. yeah. That yeah. first one though, that, that last panel on it, I guess this is spoilers. It was 20 years old. So. Yeah, right. Spoilers from Spoiler alert, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, the, that last panel where <laughs> Batman buries that battering into Spawn's face. And yes. It's just like all that green blood and everything. Yes. And I loved it because in Spawn after that, he, he had that had the, stitch down his foot. Yeah, fo- he had the, foot, the, the shoelace yeah, down his face. Yeah, down his face yeah. for 
a long time Forever. in the comic books. Yeah. 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 So it was just, it was a fun little tongue in cheek kind of like, okay, they exist in the same universe. Yep. I like this. Yep. So yep. it, those those ones were good. And whenever they do a, the Batman sixty six stuff has been really fun too. Yeah, uh, they've been doing you know crossovers with some of that kind of stuff. Um, well, and even some of the the there was um like the Hanna Barbera crossovers, right? Yeah, and, yeah. And, and even like the not the Batman ones, but like the Green Lantern and Space Ghost one was a lot of fun, mm-hmm. right? And there was uh, is it Harley Quinn and the Banana Splits? Yeah, right. Like <laughs> just some random Hanna yeah. Barbera stuff, but it, yeah. it was all really good. I enjoyed those. Uh, I think it was Booster Gold and the Jetsons was one of them. I want to say that would, that would right? make perfect sense. Yeah, like. And there were so many of them that if I got them confused, like, I, yeah, because there, there were so many. Yeah, there was a lot of them. But, um, it was basically every Hanna-Barbera character. All, yeah, was all the major cartoons. Yeah. yeah. And they were yeah. like, who would this not make sense with? Oh, okay, we'll do that. <laughs> um, and then the Batman Elmer Fudd one was a lot of fun, too, right? Where they both had dated Silver St. Cloud. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, oh... Oh, all right. They made Elmer Fudd look kind of creepy in that too. Well, they it's, made it look like a real person, and right. like, it was. And it's like, oh, that was one of those uncanny valley things that you're just yeah. not comfortable with. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, come on, you, you've got the bat mite shows up. You can just make Elmer Fudd look like Elmer Fudd. I it's mean, not going to hurt anything. <laughs> yeah, it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, so and the other the other fun thing about the Batman Turtles three crossover is that Kevin Eastman has said he's going to come in and do a couple of pages uh, that are plot relevant. Nice. And Kevin Eastman doesn't do a lot of comics anymore. Yeah. He just does variant covers for stuff. So getting him and I know he's a big Batman fan. Yeah. Um. So getting him to work on an official Batman comic, you know, in addition to him coming back and doing the Turtles for the first yeah. time in several years, uh, is a lot of fun. like that's about a decade, that's, hasn't it? Other than um, covers? He's, he did a couple of the annuals since IDW picked up the license. Did he? Okay. Um, but they're just, you know, hey, here's a 40-page annual for eight bucks, and, yeah. and it's all Kevin Eastman art, but, like, it's just, that's that's it. Like, he hasn't done any of the, from, from as far as I know, any of the interiors yeah. on the ongoing okay. series. So. Okay. Yeah. Um, so that'll be cool. I'm, I'm looking yeah. forward to seeing that. That'll be, be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, I mentioned uh, Batman 66 a little while ago. Uh, you did. There's a little bit of a rumor mill going on. We had, a, unfortunately, passing of another one of the monkeys. This last uh, yeah. week, unfortunately. And uh, they're talking a little bit about, like, because those were shows on the same time and everything. Mm-hmm. A lot of those shows mm-hmm. are connected and stuff. Uh, about maybe, like, Rumor Mill saying maybe they'll do a, a Monkey's Batman 66 kind of little thing. Huh. Since they do okay. a lot of those tongue-in-cheek little yeah. crossovers with yeah. uh, Batman they, 66 cartoons. Right, like the $6 million man. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. It, it might be a fun little thing that they might do, just hopefully in honor of some of those guys. The Monkeys yeah. were... I know a lot of people hearing this aren't going to have <laughs> any idea who I'm talking about. Look up monkeys with two E's. Yes. <laughs> hey, hey, we're the monkeys. Yes. And people say we monkey around. Yeah. It, yeah. It's uh, For those of you who don't know who they are, they were uh, basically a Beatles parody band, but... I mean, they were a Beatles cash-in. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They were, it was, oh, hey, the Beatles are real popular, and the record company was like, let's make our own Beatles. Yeah. Let's make a TV show with our version right. of the Beatles, and it'll be right. funny, and we'll put out some records and stuff. You right. know, just, and yeah. it, it, it was good music, funny shows. Yeah. Definitely worth checking out at some yeah. point and hopefully they'll do that I, I would love to see that Batman 66 in a monkey's cut that, would, that could be <laughs> it yeah. would be so weird I would have to buy it yeah um, what else we got here man what else have we got what else we got well let's uh, let's get off well let's keep going with Batman I guess yeah um DC Collectibles has been doing those Batman black and white statues. Oh yeah, yeah right. Yeah. Where they'll take uh, they'll take a, a couple of panels from a specific artist and and have them design a statue, uh, so that it'll be sculpted to look like their art. Yeah, style. some of those have been beautiful. Right, right, and they're cool, and they're all about eight nine inches tall, right? But they're like mm. eighty bucks. Oh wow! Um, so so they're I didn't a little, they're that expensive. Yeah, yeah, they're a little pricey, um, but. Uh, DC Collectibles just announced that they're going to um, start selling them as little four-inch PVC blind box figures. Oh, that's cool. Um, at, at Walmart. So, um, yeah. Oh, at Walmart. <laughs> it, well, 
I mean, let's be let's be fair. There's not a Toys R Us anymore, yeah. so your options are Walmart or Target. And there's so many right? places that comic book sto- shops have closed down across the country where there isn't a comic book with shop within a hundred miles ah, of you. So, but hold on. It gets better. So they're going to sell them as blind box for five bucks a piece mm-hmm. at, um, at at uh, Walmart and stuff. Uh, and they'll be do, they got a bunch of waves planned out, uh, and they're going to be six figures per wave. Okay. But and that's starting. Uh, it's the thing I read said starting February. So like there should they, they actually might be should out be there already, now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, if not, they'll be out very soon. Now I got to go to Walmart today. I know, right? Thanks, Andy. Well, but hold on. If you wait <laughs> until May, they're going to start releasing the entire wave in one box set in comic stores. Oh, okay. So if you don't want to deal with the blind bag, the blind box stuff, if you're just like, hey, I just want my Batman figures and I just want all of them and I don't want to have to fight over it, you can go to the comic stores. They're going to cost a little more that way, but you do get an exclusive seventh figure in those box sets that you can't get in the blind boxes. In the blind boxes. Interesting. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I like the things they put in the blind boxes, but right. I don't like blind box right. purchasing. Like, right. I'd rather just be like, okay, you, there's one of each of them. Let me just get that. Like, yeah. I remember when they started doing that, uh, I was <laughs> collecting the bone figures. Okay. Uh, and uh, trying to get all those, and it took forever. Yeah. I spent way yeah. too much money trying to get all of the figures in oh, that man. series. And my roommates were doing the My Little Pony blind boxes, blind boxes for a while. Yeah. Um, and it was cool because it was like, hey, you know, there are enough characters in that that you could justify it. Like, okay, cool. We can buy 10 of them and, you know, they get like one or two doubles. And then, yeah. uh, like, we had some other friends that were doing it, so they were trading so that like we tried yeah. to cut down on our doubles but we still at some point ended up with like two Fluttershies that are the yeah. same figure well then like, there's oh. like there's a variant of every single one so you right. get the alternate color for each right. one and it's just uh, yeah I got yeah. so convoluted yeah. just, I remember I had like four different colors of the different uh, the rat people and then like there's one of Busy Bone with different star colors it was just there was right. so many stuff right. on there trying to get aren't Busy Bone Funky Bone yeah, either way. Whatever it was. Yeah. It's been so long since I read those anymore. Hey, speaking of funky things you haven't read in a long time. Oh, yeah? Or ever. Um, so Chris Ryle, one of the editors at IDW, okay. uh, put out a call and he said, hey, if there's anything cool that we haven't collected that you think that we should, what would you guys like to see? Mm-hmm. And Probably a lot of stuff. There's a lot of stuff. And, yeah. you know, IDW puts out a lot of cool, like they put out a lot of like old comic strip collections. Yeah. Uh, you know, they're, they're kind of mostly known for their like Hasbro comics at this yeah. point, but like they do a lot They you know, there's like Dick Tracy and peanuts and, and, uh, they even did like collections of the old Spider-Man I didn't know they newspaper did strips. Dick Tracy. Collection. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, I'm going to have to yeah. go pick that up. Um, and the guys, they do it because they're fans of that stuff and they're like, yeah. I want, you know, one of the editors was like, I want a Dick Tracy collection. I want all of these strips collected in a really nice library edition. I don't care if we kind of lose a little bit of money on it. I'm putting out because I want it. Well, that and just for the the having it collected in one spot, just for right. historic reasons, I kind of feel right. like is a good thing to do. Like put those things out so that they don't get lost to time. Absolutely. And, um, you know, IDW has done a lot of work with Marvel, right? They do the big artist yeah. editions where they're the big like oversized art books and they're the original black and white like inks, like the scans of the pencils and inks, yeah. right? And you can see like the scanners now are so much better. You can see like the whiteout and you can see the coffee stains that have yeah. come through and everything. <laughs> Um, so they, you know, knowing that someone said, Hey, uh, Chris Ryle, there is a run of Spider-Man comics from Mexico that came out in the late sixties and, uh, it's never been collected or reprinted. And so people, wait, wait, like just reprints of like American ones or what are we talking about here? Okay. So, right. So people started filling in the holes on this and it, it, that company, and I don't, I didn't write down their name and I I apologize for that, uh, but they don't exist anymore. So yeah, yeah, this is one Mexican company officially was licensing Spider-Man comics. Okay. And at one, and they were, you know, a few months behind or whatever. Right. And at one point, Spider-Man got so popular that they started upping 
Um, I mean, obviously, it was, it's Spider-Man. It was yeah. late 60s. So, he, yeah, Spider-Man yeah. was so popular, even in Mexico, that they started upping to printing twice a month. And they were very quickly going to run out of material. Yeah. And so they went to Marvel and said, hey, would it be cool if we started doing some of our own stories that are original to us for our market, um, you know, so that we can keep up with the demand for Spider-Man, yeah. right? Because yeah, in the 60s, they would have been, been like, yeah, go for it. Right. You're paying us money? Right. Whatever. Yeah. Um, and so as a result, there are like 44, 45 issues of original Mexican Spider-Man comics that no one has ever seen outside of Mexico that have never been reprinted, that have never been collected anywhere. And this all happened. It literally goes up to... And they're all original stories? They're all original stories huh. with all brand new artwork that all looks like it's Marvel House style because yeah. the artists were doing, you know, they were mock, yeah. trying to mimic that, right? Um, and it all started literally the issue before Gwen Stacy died. So there is this whole other storyline... Interesting. ...where Gwen Stacy doesn't get killed by the Green Goblin and or by Spider-Man, but you know. Um Depending how you look at and, it. And and throughout that forty-five issue run, at some point she and Peter get married. Interesting. Yeah. And so I went through and I started So it's like an Elseworlds comic or a, like a what if, but it actually got printed it, in right. yeah. <laughs> life. Yeah, wow. and there's like okay. and there's like three and a half years of it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. And so um it's it's crazy. I really because, want to read that now. Right. I, so do I. Yeah. And, and so does Dan Slott, the guy that's been writing Spider-Man for the last ten years. Yeah, and for, so does like Jason Aaron, and so does Jason Latour, yeah. and so do everyone at Marvel because they didn't know this existed. Yeah, that's crazy. Because it was the '60s, and no one was keeping records on stuff like that. Yeah, especially right? in Mexico, where it wasn't a part of the United States market or anything like that. So they right. weren't paying attention at all. Right. Yeah. So wow. now, now in the last like few days, like people have been like pushing and like where where is this where are these issues and like suddenly they're all popping up and people like people are like oh I, I've had this I've had this in my box for years I didn't know it was rare I didn't wow. you know and like yeah. some of the creators are like oh that artist yeah I totally met him and they're like posting pictures of him pictures with him like uh, Ron Mars right who mm -hmm. has done a bunch of like wrote Witchblade and is yeah. writing, yeah. writing Turok right now like he, there's photos of him and the guy that drew these Spider-Man comics together at conventions and like he was like <laughs> oh yeah I totally know this guy wow yeah so like I don't know if anything's going to come out of this. There's like, there's somebody, some, some comic book nerd in Mexico has right. a long box with right. every single one of those issues right. that is sitting there on a gold mine right. and yeah. doesn't realize and, it. And and who knows, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So uh, I don't know what the status of like the original artwork is, right? Yeah. I don't know if the the original artist has oh, I mean, it's sold probably, or. That's probably long gone by now, well, I would imagine. Yeah, you would think, yeah. But like no, kind of nobody knows what Especially like this. if it's one of those things like nobody really knows about it. It wasn't relative to anywhere out of Mexico. Like it probably got sold off or lost or like who knows. Or it might be sitting, sitting in somebody's in garage somewhere. Right. Yeah, who knows? Right. Good so uh, I don't know what's going to come out of this, but it's a really cool story. That, yeah. Like, this whole big part of Spider. Like, I hope they at least find enough to at least print, reprint some of them. Yeah. You know, maybe even if yeah. they can get it, find enough of them to reprint enough and then fill in the gap kind of stuff. Right. Right. You know, or, like, um, I'm sure a Dan Slot could figure out enough of a thing <laughs> to be able to be like, okay, I'm we're sure. missing an issue here. Let's just do this, and it'll connect to the well, story. Well, and one of the things that they do with the artist editions is they will they'll print um, like they just some of those old you know 60s and 70s and even 80s comics they don't have the original all the original yeah. artwork for it so they'll print like hey here's all of the you know here's all the pages and then they'll put a page where it's like 
uh, it says at the bottom, this is, you know, reproduced not from original artwork. Yeah. And it'll be like a, giant, a blown up version of what would have ended up in the essential volume. Yeah. Right. So if they can get as much as they can of the original artwork and then they fill in the rest with like, hey, we had to reproduce this page yeah. by tracing the printed comic or whatever. Right. Like at least like get this out and translate it and collect it so that the rest well, of the, the world the can enjoy digital it. technology today, I'm sure they'll be sure. able to recreate stuff pretty right. and make it look good and everything. Right. So it's, it, I, I'm fascinated by this. I, I yeah. can't wait to see if they actually – I. I really, find this stuff and I reprint really it. really hope that they can, yeah. Yeah, that would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of fun to read. <laughs> At a world where Gwen Stacy and Spider-Man got married. I wonder if they had kids and stuff like that in there. I don't know. I mean, it, it, like I said, it was only like 44, 45 issues, whatever. Yeah. Uh, so probably not that no, far down time, the timeline. That can be a long time. <laughs> well, that's, Yeah. Yeah, or it can be you can be you know five days, yeah. right? Kind of depends. I wonder on how the they were doing it with if they were doing two like reprinting Marvel stuff and doing their own storyline. How are they? That's interesting. I don't know. I don't know. Um, what if maybe they're just recoloring Mary Jane and putting <laughs> Gwen Stacy's name on top of it instead? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, and Mary Jane wasn't really like a huge part of the books until like significantly after Gwen died. That's true, right? Huh? Like, yeah. she, like she was around, but like she kind of disappeared for a while. So yeah. Um, I mean, you could just tell, like, you could have, you know, your your Mexican story with Gwen, and then the next issue, there's just she's not not there, and she could yeah. just not be there, right? That's true. They could just so, omit her dying and reprint the same issue. Right. Just, okay, we're gonna take out the dialogue bubbles where they talk about Gwen Stacy right. dying and just right. put something else in there. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I I, I really want to see that. That that really piqued my interest. I yeah. can't wait to read yeah. read those. I, man. I hope that they can find them. I hope yeah. that they can collect them so that we can read them. Yeah. Yeah. I imagine there's probably enough independent collectors out there that they'll be able to find a majority of them. I hope so. Hopefully. I hope so. And yeah. and, and and you know, in good enough quality that we can get them yeah. scanned and collected and, yeah. and read them. Man, that's fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> that's wild. <laughs> Hey, uh, speaking of something else that is fascinating and wild and tangentially Spider-Man related. Okay. Um, Todd McFarlane. Uh, Toy Fair was last week. Yeah. Uh, so it was all the big, you know, toys were coming out and, and all the big announcements. Like, hey, you know. I try not to look at it because my wallet hurts even though I'm not spending money. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, I, uh, when I was reading Toy Fair magazine, uh, you know, the annual New York Toy Fair, uh, it's, those words are pronounced the same but spelled differently. Yeah. Um, was always again one of the highlights. Like, oh, cool! What new what new stuff's coming out this year, right? Yeah. And so, like, I still, uh, you know, yeah, I don't buy as many, nearly as many toys as I as I used to. Um, but uh, I still, I'll still, if there's a cool figure here and there, I'll pick them up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Todd McFarlane had an announcement this year. No, really. What, what's what's old Todd up to? Todd McFarlane, former artist of Spider Man, founder of Image Comics, guy who's never and buyer got back, of baseballs, buyer of a very expensive baseballs. Um, Owns a toy company, mm-hmm. produces Spawn toys, or you know has yeah. uh, hasn't recently produced a lot of sports toys. Yeah, still still a very profitable company. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they do some amazingly detailed work on the figures that they, they do. Absolutely print. do. Yeah, uh, McFarlane Todd McFarlane has never gone back to work for Marvel or DC since starting Image, and at Toy huh. Fair he announced that he got the license to the DC Multiverse toy line. Nice. So McFarlane Toys will oh. be producing DC Comics action figures. Did you Did you hear that? My wallet just screamed. <laughs> it just, I think it just, it died. I, uh, yeah, yeah. So um, the agreement officially starts off in 2020. So uh, Mattel still has the license until the end of this year, 2019. Yeah. And um, uh, I, I Finish actually. putting out whatever they're putting out there. Right, right. So I, I wrote down some notes here. Um, ta- uh, officially, the agreement starts to kick off in 2020. There will be six and 12-inch action figures, also vehicles and accessories. <laughs> Wow. So we could get a McFarlane-style Batcave. Yeah. You know, or, or Batmobile or Fortress He's going full superpowers again, isn't he? Uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah. Um, 
Uh, and let's see. Each figure will have eighteen to twenty-four moving parts. So figure points of articulation, oh, yeah. right? That's that's kind of that's kind of what's kind of his doing. standard kind of stuff, yeah. right? With the what yeah. was the Marvel? Uh, well, and the Marvel Legends are all hitting like somewhere in the thirties now. Like, yeah, like thirty points of articulation, which quite frankly is too much for a lot of the figures. Yeah, because um, then they start to look weird, right? Because they, they just yeah. they have too many joints and they don't look like people anymore. Yeah, they look like toys. Yeah. Um. So you know, if you can find a good balance there, where things can move at well, so they can be posed cool. Um, and maybe be a little playable, right? But yeah. like, still look like a McFarlane toy. Yeah, I'm all for that. Yeah. Um, and let's see. So, quote from Todd. Uh, let's look at some of the categories we're going to do. We're going to do movies. We're going to do TV. We're going to do comic book versions. We're going to do animated versions. We'll do the core toy line, and then maybe even some video game stuff. So that gives us a wide range. So that in any character you can think of, whether it's Flash, I can do one of each of those. I can do TV. I can do movie. I can do comic book. I can do regular toy line Flash, animated Flash, video game Flash. So if you like Flash, we'll be able to do a big wide range of it. Oh God! I, I already foresee it. they're going to put out a box. It's going to have like John Wesley ship Flash. <laughs> it's going to have the movie Flash. It's going to have the TV show Flash. It's going to have the animated series Flash. <laughs> right. So he used Flash as an example, right? That doesn't yeah. necessarily mean he isn't officially no, I just, announcing. I can, just, I can see it already. Man. Right. I can right. see it already. Yeah. No, and I'm just I'm clarifying for the audience. Yeah, he yeah, isn't yeah, announcing, yeah. hey, I'm going to do this version of Flash. This version of Flash. Yeah. He might, but oh, he's using Flash I, as yeah. an example. Like, if their history is anything to be said, like man, they'll, they'll will. do everything. And then the last bit of the quote I got here was: "As soon as we get out of here at Toy Fair, we're going to start working on this, so we can literally try and ship stuff to you starting on January first, twenty twenty." Wow. So wow. He is. All right. If somehow this can possibly get to Tom Carlin's ears, anybody, yeah. if you got a way to like push this to him, please have him put out a dark side figure that doesn't look like some kind of weird Power Rangers reject villain. <laughs> you just I, want him in his. his I, just, uh, I want him in his old like bathrobe looking thing. Uh-huh. Like yeah. that. I'm sorry, but when the evil god of gods shows up and he's just wearing a skirt and some boots. Mm-hmm. I'm scared. Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. less scared of the Omega symbol Power Rangers villain. Okay. Okay. That's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Just that menacing granite look like just, yeah. I love the old school dark side look. Yeah. And the, yeah. The, the newer stuff that they're putting out with the terrible battle armor. Just <laughs> please, Todd, please put out a Kirby esque dark side figure. Well, please, I'm begging. You know. Uh, I guess we had it a couple weeks ago. Tom Levine did write some issues of Spawn and worked right next to Todd when he was doing that. Oh, that's so true. we actually do have a pretty. There is a pretty good chance oh, does he that we still could, have been Tucson too. I wonder McFarland. Yeah. Uh, no, he's up in Phoenix now. Oh, is he in Phoenix? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, so we do we do have a, a fairly indirect line to Todd. Well, any which way, Todd, yeah. if you hear this, please, <laughs> please give old, me some uh, some Kirby style. style. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like even if it's not dark side, give me just fourth world people in the Kirby style, please, so, God. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I would love to have a forever people set sure. of figures yeah. with the Kirby look. Oh man! So it is, a, it is a three year deal. Wait, sorry, is it 2020, 2021, 2022, right? And in three years, McFarlane Toys can put out a lot of figures. Yeah. And there's a lot of DC figures to put out. Yeah, and I'm sure so Todd many. wants to do. Oh man, with especially with the the different multiverses because DC's mm-hmm. so big on the multiverse stuff. Oh and, my and goodness, and it is the DC multiverse line. Yeah. So, oh man. Yeah. There's so much. Of, yeah. To me, is we're gonna get like a, a Red Sun Superman. I almost guarantee we're gonna get one of those. Quite possibly. Yeah. We'll probably get like the Vampire Batman. Hopefully, uh-huh. we'll do some like Gotham by Gaslight figures. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. Yeah. Like yeah. just there's so many. Variations of stuff that they could do, man. You know, I, I, I can't wait. Uh, I know this is kind of bland because it's the the current incarnation or the most second most recent incarnation ever. But I really like the Batgirl of Burnside look, right, with the purple 
leather jacket. Yeah. Uh, right. And and uh, up until like a couple issues ago, that's the, the look she'd had for the yeah. last few years. Um, I really like that look, but all of the toys of it, there's something wrong with it, right? Either like I don't like the ab crunch joint because yeah. it's just there's this weird hinge in the middle of the figure, mm-hmm. right? And it goes back to the thing where it looks like a toy and not like yeah. a, a yeah, representation yeah, yeah. of a person. Um, you know, and like that that. I'd even be cool. Like the one that has that comes with a motorcycle, and that's cool. But it's like sixty bucks, and I'm yeah. like, I'm not spending sixty bucks for a, a door hinge in the middle of my toy, <laughs> you know. And there's right. like there's a cheaper one now that I've seen at Target, and like it's cool, but like the purple's a little too dark for my taste, and Fair that's enough. absolutely me being nitpicky. Yeah. But if I'm gonna be spending money on this, I want to get the thing that I want. Yeah. I can absolutely imagine McFarlane Toys making the version of Batgirl of Burnside that I want to buy. Oh, yeah. I can totally so, see it. You know, and, and probably an Yvonne Craig uh, 66 version, you know, which I, I also really like yeah. that outfit, right? Probably an animated series Cross version. Fingers, maybe I'll finally get a Stephanie Brown figure. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd love to have they, a lot of her, I, her Batgirl. I loved that costume. Yeah. With the, the so good. Super black with the like, purple with the down purple the side. Down yeah, the side. Just, yeah. Loved yeah. that. Her, oh, the ricochet so motorcycle thing she had, uh-huh, that thing uh-huh. was sweet. Yeah, yeah, I'd love to see that. Even a Cassandra Kane version of Batgirl. Like, oh, yeah, that'd be right? great. Like, that's right up McFarlane's Oh, yeah, man. Give, so. us, give us the, the orphan version of Batgirl. Uh-huh. That would be great yes. with the, the solid mask and everything. Uh-huh. I'd dig that, man. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. I, so. I would even take a orphan action figure and a spoiler action figure. Sure. <laughs> you know? Why not? Just, yeah. Any of those. Let's, let's get a little bit of love to some of those lesser-known mm-hmm. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe we'll get some more of those, the Teen Titan stuff. Oh, man. Yeah. Wait, well, you know, and you can some I young mean, justice stuff. We've, we've kind of, I mean, all of our first thoughts were sort of in the Bat family, Todd, but like, <laughs> give me a secret action figure, please. <laughs> or the question? Can yeah. you imagine McFarlane toys question figure? Yeah, that would like, be. You wouldn't get to play with it much, but boy, oh, it would look I just, cool. That means he can do Watchmen. Quite possibly. It's DC multiverse. They're part of the con- continuity. That's yeah. We could get McFarlane Watchmen figures. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of a big deal. Scooby-Doo figures, too. Um, Hanna-Barbera might be a different license. I know DC puts out the... I, I know that they have crossed over. I, but uh, I know DC Warner puts Brothers out, own them now? Warner Brothers does own them, but the the license for DC toys may be restricted to DC-created characters. You know, it may not be... Because they've... Because li- licensing like that was that weird. I would kind of like right? to see some some uh, the apocalyptic Scooby Doo action yeah, figures. Yeah, that would be really neat. Those would be cool. Those would be yeah. cool toys, and McFarlane would do a good job. Was with that those. comic book series is out there. Yeah, it's <laughs> out there, but it's so much fun to read. Yeah. Like, you're just going like, what is going on? I've only flipped through a few, but yeah, the Scooby Apocalypse series with with super hipster Shaggy and, yeah. and super techie Velma, like it's fun, you know. But uh, Daphne yeah. is like basically Lois Lane, right? But right. With yeah. a gun, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so. such a weird series, but so much fun to read. Yeah, yeah, man. That that is probably the best news I've heard all week. It's, I can't, man. I have so many possibilities of action figures. Being a DC fanboy, that uh-huh. oh man, just uh-huh. like, like going from like oh they can do this, they can do that, they can do that. Can you imagine a uh, uh, McFarlane version of like Despero? Oh man, like just how so crazy good. that would look. Right? An Eclipso, yeah. Or any of the like, like Atrocitus. Yeah. Right. Like oh, any man, of those just, crazy alien guys. You know, they they put out some really good figures. I don't know who did it of the Green Lantern Corps stuff. Like when there was the big, like the Blackest Night and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, there was one of Crib, who's probably one of the creepiest oh. characters ever. Yeah, the guy that's like the giant rib cage that captures yeah, you. And him. She, yeah, she she collects babies in a rib cage on her uh-huh. back, uh-huh. and like, yeah, yeah. I just I don't yeah. want to go into it because. 
It's, yeah, it's, look up the character if you want to know. It's a freaky, freaky yeah, character. She, Probably she's one of the yellow lanterns, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 She definitely operates on fear. Yeah, like, definitely, definitely. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, but they like some of those were really good. Like, man, I can't wait to see what a McFarlane version of one of those is yeah. going to be like. Ugh. Oh I, man, this conversation makes me realize I got to start selling some of my old toys and good grief. start clearing some shelf space. Yeah, man, because <sighs> there's going to be some cool stuff coming from here. Oh, the Legion! Can you get the Legion of Superheroes? <laughs> That's like 150 <laughs> figures right there. Yeah, well, hopefully the first three years will sell well enough that uh, DC will renew that license. They do, okay, you say you get the animated stuff, Justice League Unlimited. Right. There's 100 figures it's, right it's there. It's literally everyone. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Good grief. In the animated version, oh, we can do that one, and then we can do the, uh-huh. the comic book accurate. Uh-huh. And, hey, we can do the pre-85. We can do well, the golden age. We can do, like... And when he says video game version, right? Like, okay, yeah, what what video games Injustice. are there? Oh, Injustice. Yes. Right, where everyone got redesigned yeah. to look like they fit in with Mortal Kombat. Yep. Right. And some of those designs are... Some of them are really, really cool. Really, good. Yeah. Some like, of them I'm just, not super crazy about, no. but, like, some of them I'm like, yeah, like, that's that's the version yeah. of this. Like, I know? like the way they did the dark side because it was a kind of a mix of the two. It was yeah. like he still had the armor, but he looked more like Kirby-style dark right. side with the, like, right. the big head yep. helmet thing mm-hmm, and the... Mm-hmm. And so I liked that. I liked the way they did the Superman. And, like, everybody kind of looks like they have more armor on. Right. Like, yeah. I, I kind of dug it. I kind of, yeah. you know, just... Yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. So there's... We we could talk forever about yeah, things so we want to see out of this. So many, uh, ugh, yeah, just the yeah. entire Infinite Crisis. So many figures just oh in God. that first like uh, right, right. And yeah. I'm just thinking, it's like, okay, now I, I want Golden Age Superman holding his dead sister on a <laughs> shelf with like, I just want like so many figures. Yeah, yeah. How are we doing on the time there? Oh, uh, we got a few more minutes, man. We're we gonna add. We gotta wrap this. Okay, up Okay, I got I got one quick note which doesn't okay. really pertain to you, interest for you or me, but I think a lot of our audience might like. Yeah. It. Well, I mean, um, everybody's interested in something. Right, right. So Twitch uh, announced that from February 27th through May 5th, yeah, they're going to do a Pokemon marathon. So, Interesting. So, so like you, every episode ever. Yeah, basically. Uh, so it's so on stuff it, that was on when we were in high school. It, <laughs> uh, so they're going a little later than that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so it'll be on Twitch TV, uh, twitch.tv slash Twitch Presents, right, which is like the main Twitch channel. Yeah. Um, they're going to be doing the entire series of Diamond and Pearl, of Black and White, of XY, and then they're going to do some of the, like, the movies that tie in with that time okay. period. So it's it's starting next week, February 27th, um, and I wanted to mention it now because yeah. that's happening before our next episode recordings. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and going through May 5th, which means all of March, all of April, yeah. and Pokemon's like a week. Pokemon's kind of like Dragon Ball. You could put every episode up and watch it for like a year. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, there's a lot of it. Yeah, um, so much. Yeah, and, and even that, like, I didn't even realize that Pokemon continued after the Johto journeys. Yeah. Uh, so the fact that there's so much other stuff that I've just never seen, like, I'm not at the world's biggest Pokemon I, I, fan. I, it was on when I would get home from practice. Right. When I was in high school. Yeah. So, like, I'd be sitting there like, oh, I'm so tired and, like, eating and just trying to, like, get through my day. Right. And, oh, Pokemon, I'll watch this. Yeah. Well, and, like, my brother got into it, so, like, I, I watched a lot of the original series. Yeah. Um, but, like, you know, if I, you know, I wasn't rushing home to see it or whatever. If he was watching it, like, I might sit down and watch it with him. The only thing I distinctly remember from it is when they would go to commercial, they'd have, like, a shadow outline of a Pokemon. Who's that Pokemon? There we go. That's what it was. <laughs> That's, like, the thing I remember the most about the show uh-huh. is distinctly just that, just that the little and, things. And like the Poke Rap. Yeah. Right? Because I always went, like, wait a minute. This, like the first few episodes they did that it's like wait how are you supposed to know who the Pokemon is if they haven't shown the Pokemon on the cartoon right right yeah yeah <laughs> wait a minute but boy was that a cool way to make kids learn who all the Pokemon yeah, were yeah because they had to fast, go find right? who it was uh-huh. yep. they needed to yep. go buy that Pokedex right 
because that right. way they can figure out who it or was. Or at least look at the instruction manual and match up the artwork. But oh, yeah. it's true. They still had instruction manuals. Yeah. <laughs> it was the 90s. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's um, great. But yeah, yeah. So, so that'll so, be fun. That'll be fun. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know that I'm going to watch all of it, but every now and then I might be like, well, yeah, maybe I can we'll throw on you can one. turn it on in the background while you're doing something. Right. You know, I got, just, I got yeah. like basically two and a half months yeah, of it. Man, so. there we go. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're into Pokemon and you want to see some of the newer cartoons. Oh, that was pretty good. Um uh, yeah, yeah. That's great, man. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, then uh, we got just a little bit of time. I'm just going to, on a quick mention of a note, uh, okay. there was the, I'm sure a lot of people saw it, there was a little teaser for Ghostbusters that was put out a while ago. Right, uh, yeah. Was just, it was just sort of like the, the car in the barn is yep. all it is, you know, yep. just in some sound effects and everything in there. Um, the guy who's directing it uh, did a little bit of interview on it and uh, was talking about some of the things that they did for that uh, okay. that trailer and they actually went back and found the original because this was way before t- digital technology right. they found the original uh, letters that okay. they used for the original trailer and everything for the Ghostbusters and stuff they, okay. they took those they re-scanned them and redid it and okay. actually did, filmed it in practical effects to be able to go ahead and put those on for, for the, the intro for the logo and stuff yeah okay they went and they found the original stems for the sound for the, the uh, all the sound I don't know, the score Oh, okay. For the movie. Okay. So they're, they're, they have the original recordings for all that that they're going to go ahead and use all that. That's cool. They found a lot of the original sound design, like the actual Proton Pack sound you hear in that quick little teaser trailer uh-huh. is the original sound design okay. uh, files that they had. The okay. tapes is actually yeah. what it is. Okay. They went through it. They actually found all of that, all the original sound design stuff. Okay. So they're going to be really going for some nostalgia with this new one. And I, I thought that was fascinating because I love practical effects. That was sure. one of my favorite parts right. about The Last Jedi uh-huh. was having an actual Yoda again right. instead yeah. of like yeah. just I love seeing the practical effects in these more modern movies because yep. yep. they can use those practical effects and just touch it up a little bit with the digital and right. it looks so good Right. so yeah. it's that kind of yeah. made me excited for seeing what they end up doing with this Ghostbusters if, with the, if they're going to be doing practical effects stuff like that it mm-hmm. might end up being just well, fantastic quite so. frankly I mean you know nostalgia or not or, or, or whatever like if you're going to be doing an updated version of the original four Ghostbusters yeah. right or, or three or whatever however they're working it um <laughs> yeah. Yeah, one's why a not? ghost and one's alive. I think. I think right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, however, however, they're going to do it. Like, if you're going to get the original, if you're going to do those sound effects, yeah, go back and yeah. find the best version of those sound effects. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't you use the original right. proton pack sound effect if you have it? It's right. like Star Wars. Why would you make a new stars or lightsaber sound effect? Right. When yeah. you have the original one, right? <laughs> why would you right. do that? So yeah, I, I so, like it. I, I like yeah. seeing stuff like that. If they're going to be doing these reboots and continuations of movies and mm-hmm, stuff, mm-hmm. I'd like to see them use some of that kind of stuff. Well, I think with a reboot, it's okay to change the sound effects, right? But if you're doing a continuation, sequels yeah. and stuff, yeah. Well, I mean, even like small things like Proton Pack sound effects. Yeah. Why, why wouldn't you use the original? Um, it's, it's, it's such well, an iconic sound. If you don't have it. That's that true. Would, that, 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 that is very right? true. That is very so, true. Yeah. If you don't have it yeah. or access to it kind of thing, that, that, right. does, that does make sense. But, right. So, uh, just little but things yeah. like that kind of, yeah. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see how that ends up uh, uh, working out. And, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I hope it's a good movie. Yeah. I, like I hope, the, my hope is that they, they go, they're going through all this trouble to make it as, as you know, accurate and stuff as it can be, but then it's still also a good movie. Yeah. Hopefully, right? hopefully it won't be so. like a lot of these other movies where they're like, yeah, we're going to be nostalgia. We're going to get you in there. And then it just ends up being terrible. Right. Like the first Michael Bay Transformer where they use the original cartoon transforming sound. Yeah. Once. Yeah. And, and then never that's again. That's about all you get and, uh, for your nostalgia that's, factor. That's as many times as I watched the movie. Yeah. So you get that, and then <laughs> Optimus Prime is technically a red semi truck. <laughs> yep. That's about all you get. Yep. But he's so. not a Freightliner cab over axle. No. Or cab no, over engine. No. 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 So. Yeah. Almost, but not quite. I, listen, yeah. Bumblebee is named Bumblebee because he's a yellow a and bug. black Volkswagen yeah. bug. Right? As soon as he's not a bug, 
he shouldn't be called Bumblebee anymore. Yep. No, I agree with you, man. I agree with you. We're going to start ranting, though, if we keep going on this. So we got to go, guys. Okay. Um, Definitely (laughs) check out everything. Let us know if there's any topics you want us to talk about. Uh, You can hit us up on all of our social medias. Unfortunately, Stephanie's not here, so I don't know all of them right now. So we are are, uh, at Atomic Monsoon on Twitter, uh, Facebook.com slash Atomic Monsoon, Atomic underscore Monsoon on Instagram. You can find us at uh, AtomicMonsoon.Redbubble.com. You can go to AtomicMonsoon.com, and we should have links to everything on there. Uh, And you can also listen to us on Voice America Variety at 10 a.m. on Sundays at Voice America. Or on demand anytime or, on Voice America. Right. Or find us on your favorite podcasting app, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, Spotify. I, we probably have others. I don't know. They're all, they all use the same APIs. So, yep. just, so get on your Google machine. Look us up. However you found us, yeah. you can probably find us that way again. Yeah, let us know what you want us to, to hit on. If there's some kind of particular topic or uh, anything that you guys really want to hear about, want us to research, find out more about, definitely let us know. We'll happy to do it. Otherwise, we will see you geeks later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Have a good night, everybody.